Any college baseball fans out there, if you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you, graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns, and get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires. Like the highly consumer-rated Bridgestone Weather Peak. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. This is Straight Out of Vegas. With the voice of Vegas, your host, R.J. Bell. The pregame show America has always wanted. I the From the Vegas Strip, here's R.J. Bell. You heard it. I'm R.J. live on a Monday. And you would think, not a lot going on, right? Not a lot of games. Oh, a lot going on. And not just Michael Jordan and the amazing, in my opinion, Last Dance. Two more episodes left. We've got Steve Fezzik with us, NBA expert, NFL expert. How you doing, Steve? Doing well, RJ. Loved the last dance episodes last night. Oh, you watched them. <laughs> I mean, that, that, that is, uh, we'll talk about that for sure. We also got a lot of news regarding sports in general. Uh, coming back, not coming back, a UFC that was successful, it seems. And also, as we said, Michael Jordan stuff and Dak Prescott. And I got to tell you, I think it's backing up my position with Dak. Sports bettors listen for the money. Sports fans listen to no more than their buddies. He's a Joe. I still like him, though. 
in L.A., Jonas Knox. Always good to be here, RJ. And yes, when there are rumblings that sports may be returning, different leagues having serious conversations about the future, we've got another couple episodes of The Last Dance to look back on from Sunday night. What is the Vegas lead here on a Monday? I'm going to surprise you. I'm going with UFC 249 because of how successful it was. And I think it also, in a way, lays a, a blueprint out, not so much with the mechanics of it and the minutia, but rather, hey, society's accepting it. Because to some degree, this is a public relations decision by the various leagues. So let me ask you, Jonas, as the expert in the UFC, uh, how do you think that the event went and what do you think it tells us about the potential of let's say baseball getting started i think what it showcased was that it's doable it's not ideal for some people you'd love to have the ticket revenue the gate revenue so that's not ideal you're losing money in that aspect but the fact that you still can put something together and if you take the right precaution and this was the first time out and you do even spot somebody or somebody does test positive it doesn't mean you have to shut down everything if you take the right measures, you can still have an event. The likelihood of, of people testing positive when sports do come back is is very high when you do enough of the testing. And the fact that they were still, still able to have an event, even without fans, and get enough buzz and enough attention for it, the fights were quality. I thought it was a home run for the UFC. And I respect your opinion on that. You follow the UFC very closely. And you're saying something to me, which is the most important point of all of this. If someone being po- or being tested positive for COVID-19 is some earth-shattering, like, oh, my gosh, the humanity, then, you know, it's going to be hard to do anything. Yeah. Uh, I mean, literally going to the grocery store is problematic. And it seems like, and we've got into this, and I think we were way ahead of the game, about three weeks ago, maybe even three and a half, we were talking about, you know, there's some serious people out there, uh, doctors, specifically the fellow from the Big Short, who was the uh, the fortune teller who predicted first the housing crisis as depicted in the movie, which was mostly true from the Michael Lewis book, as far as I could see. Um, He's a doctor, and at the time he was like, huh, we might be going, not approaching this the right way. And I wasn't sure he was right, but I I felt sure that it should have been a discussion. And it feels like lately, last two weeks, it's become more of a discussion. Elon Musk, obviously a well-regarded billionaire, a scientist, really at at his core, he he was just on Joe Rogan this weekend, and it was... He was questioning the whole thing, saying that, that that whatever the economic effects, which were obviously have been very negative with the lockdown, that the benefits health-wise weren't sufficient. Now, again, I have no idea. I, I have my own instincts when I hear this stuff, but I think it's nice, it's good that the discussions are being had, right? The, the decision makers have to decide but at least it feels like there's an open discussion at this point because from what I can see, when it comes to the uh, mortality rate for healthy people, you know, it's, it's really low. And is it above the normal flu? Yeah. Is it that much above the normal flu? 
Yeah, a lot of people don't think so. So it's obviously, and in no way do we want to minimize for those who are at higher risk and, you know, health, it seems like the analysis is, you know, if you are compromised health in general or older, you know, 60, 65 plus, I guess that's a debate, you know, 60, 65, that it's is a big, you know, it's especially big deal. And those precau- any precautions with that make sense to me, right? Your life potentially is at stake. Now it's, it's that balance and it feels like sports is kind of coming around to that balance that anytime you get in a car, you're taking a risk, get on a plane, anything, uh, eat at a Chinese buffet that risky. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So Fez, I know you have a a son. You're going to be especially attuned to his health. How do you, how do you feel today about the risks associated, let's say, with you coming, let's say, to the office, still keeping social distance, but you're at the studio. And how has that evolved in the last, let's say, month? Well, I'm 56, RJ. So I got to tell you, I'm a little bit concerned about it. I am totally socially distanced. All I do is come into the office and go home. And I'm still no, very no concerned con- about it. No eye contact under any circumstances. <laughs> That's more about my personality, I'm afraid. But so, but what I'm saying is this: is when you look at the UFC, do you object? Do you look at the UFC and say, "Oh my God, they're doing something crazy there"? Not at all, because these guys aren't 56, RJ, and they're going out. The guy that lost the main event has a fractured orbital bone. It is more dangerous, in my opinion, for him to be fighting in the bout than to be risking COVID. That's going to be like a severe case of the flu to him. I don't object at all. That's Steve Fezzik. I'm R.J. Bell. We are straight out of Vegas. Jonas, last thing on UFC. I think Dana White, who has been out in front on this, going to buy an island, you know, all the way to that. Do you feel like that the UFC is going to benefit from this, that in years to come, them being so proactive is something their fans are going to say, yeah, that's why we're UFC fans. Do you feel like it's on brand? It feels like it to me. Yeah, the the more the bigger stars you have fighting, the better for your sport. And the UFC, whenever they've hit their lulls, it's because they didn't have a Conor McGregor in action. They didn't have some of these. The fact that you could present unopposed to any other live sporting event at the time, outside of maybe horse racing in Australia or something, the hmm. fact that you can present 22 to 24 new faces fighting on your screen can only do good things for the company moving forward because now these guys become more recognizable. There are people who didn't even know the story of Justin Gaethje or Tony Ferguson or some of these other fighters that were on the card. I I don't see how it wasn't a success for them. I can't help but compare it to the British Open and golf. The Open is the idea of, and the rumor is, that, or at least some reporting says that they canceled it so early because of an insurance policy that canceling at a certain time paid off where later would have paid off less or some financial reason. Mm -hmm. And man, oh man, I get the idea of that money not being insignificant, you know, being important. But the idea that how are you supposed to care if you're, and I'm not a hardcore golf fan, but if you are, it's nice to see the people running your sport, in the case of the UFC, seemingly caring at least as much as you. Yeah. And I think it's one of the great dangers in all of sports is 
the players seem to be so much more self-interested and so much less team-oriented than they used to be. A lot of people might say, hey, that that old perspective was so dangerous for that the players. The players got taken advantage of, and I think there's been certainly instances of that for sure. But as a fan, I when I saw you know Ryan Clark, who's a media guy now, I remember as a Steeler fan, you know he has uh, I think it's sickle cell, and when he played at altitude, it was really a risk. Yeah. And in Denver, you might recall this. And he and he, the guy played and ended up ha- like supposedly was close to having a real tragedy. And now you might say that's stupid. Yeah, obviously if you knew it was going to happen, the fact he was willing to take that risk, it made me feel like I wasn't an idiot for caring so much about the Steelers winning or losing. And I get it. If someone's like life is on the line, yeah, that you know, no doubt. But in general. Dana White makes me feel like he cares as much as any fan could. And quite frankly, in college football, a lot of officials, I haven't felt that. I mean, it seems like to me college sports in general has been the most sanctimonious about, well, if the kids aren't safe, how the players could be safe? And again, if you're making billions of dollars at it, maybe that's not the right approach. What do you think, Jonas? Yeah, and I get that co- – that- you know, fans are probably more important to college football than they are to the NFL. But I just think every single league has to come to terms with the fact that you're not going to get an ideal uh, plate here. It's not going to be everything that you want. You can't have it all. And with as much money and as much revenue as tied to some of these TV contracts, like that should be a priority, not just the number of people that can attend the event live, but how many people can watch it on television. And I've, I've thought about this the past couple of weeks. I wonder if the PGA regrets moving the Masters to November like they did. Because there's an open window here, and if the UFC can put on an event, I don't know how a golfer and a caddy can cannot have an event with no spectators. I know it's not ideal, but could you imagine the Masters taking up a four-day stretch right now? I think the ratings would be massive. Jonas is killing it today. Superstar, baby. <laughs> I'm serious. A lot of great takes. I will say this about college football. It's not that I'm saying they should play at a deficit. You know, let's say it ends up they're going to lose money because there's no fan. I'm not saying they should choose anything in particular. I'm saying the way that they're being sanctimonious about, like, it's beneath them to concern themselves with right, it. Right. But they're making billions. Like, I, I, hey, if this is some flag football league that you're doing for fun with a kegger, great. But if you want to eat all that shrimp... Those shrimp eaters, Jonas, <laughs> and those pot bellies, then yeah. you've got to want to play the games. All right. Up next, we've talked about the optimistic UFC 249. Now, the tale of optimism and pessimism. We got baseball. It's looking good. We got the NBA. Not so good. That's coming up next. But first, Straight Out of Vegas is brought to you by AutoZone. AutoZone has more ways for you to get what you need when you need it with their free same-day pickup. You can place your order online and grab what you need today at more than 5,700 AutoZone locations. In-store or curbside, visit AutoZone.com today to start your job fast. Get in the zone. AutoZone. He's RJ Bell. I'm Jonas. Knox, and this is the pregame show you've always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Cavino and Rich here, and whether you're headed to a campus to see some college baseball, meet up with old friends, or show off the alma mater to your kids, 
Spring is prime time in college towns. And if you're planning a trip, two words for you, graduate hotels. There's no better place to stay. You know we're fans. We were at the Nashville location, and it was sweet. Definitely recommend it. So listen, when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. And hey, if you're already looking ahead to college football season, you could book rooms at Graduate Hotel this fall as well. But we'll warn you, reservations for those big weekends fill up fast, so go there sooner than later. Head to graduatehotels.com. And again, up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. Does the craziness of everyday life leave you stressed? Do you notice you're losing a little bit of hair? You're shedding a little bit? Well, if you're noticing a little less hair on your head and you're checking your hairline all the time, you got to check out Nutrafol. When it comes to thinning hair, there are many root causes at play, and Nutrafol addresses them through a multi-targeted whole-body approach. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster-growing hair with less shedding. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code CRSHOW. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code CRSHOW. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code CRSHOW. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It's Cavino and Rich, and you've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuters' comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Toyo tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Toyo test results tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I'm R.J. Bell. We are straight out of Vegas. And I'm Jonas Knox, voice of you, the fan. Coming up here in just a couple of moments, we will get into a proposal being put out there by one side on a major league on a major league. Uh, Excuse me, RJ. I just completely butchered that. On one side of Major League Baseball. So there's I was that. listen, I was worried about how good you were in the A block. So this actually makes me feel better, right? So <laughs> the actually we were talking about it during the break. 
there's something about baseball's decision coming up here in a minute that I think is the most optimistic thing I've heard in a while. Great day to join us. You're listening to the fastest growing show on Fox Sports Radio. Our audience has more than doubled in the last year alone. Who gets credit for that? Me and you and Jonas and Fazic. <laughs> Too much credit to go around, but all joking aside, you're listening, you care, and if you have friends you think interested, we love it when you spread the word because we want to keep this show booming. We think it means a lot to sports betting and, quite frankly, the whole sports narrative because Vegas has a lot to add to it. And let's be candid. Most shows don't know how to add it. You can listen to this show on 225 FSR stations. And right here in Las Vegas, 92 degrees on the strip. And the neon is still off, and I'm getting sick of it. Let's just say this. May 15th, I hear it might be coming back on. (laughs) I hope so. Uh, RJ, earlier today, MLB owners approved a proposal that Commissioner Rob Manford will present to players on Tuesday for their approval. That was earlier today. Shortly before we went on the air, uh, MLB uh, Players Association Union Chief Tony Clark expressed general opposition, according to The Athletic, about something getting done and a season potentially starting in July. Is this the same Tony Clark that was the uh, the player? Yeah. Played for the Tigers, I believe, for a while. Okay. Yeah. Huh. All right. I'm not worried about that at all. It's union guys complaining about money. Like, what would they do if they didn't complain about money? Right? (laughs) I mean, they wouldn't be making their money. If they would have said, hey, the premise of this plan to move forward, we question it for on the matter of safety for the players, then it would have been a concern. The fact that that's not even being discussed when you could even use that as leverage for the money. It tells me that baseball on both sides, labor, owners, understand that they better get this season in or it's going to be a big financial cost. So, yeah, they're going to haggle over the, the percents at the end or if there's going to be a salary, you know, whatever. But the fact, the omission of using leverage for player safety, when even if you didn't believe it, you could say it, is a sign that both parties, it seems, both sides are in on moving forward. That makes me extremely happy. And Fez, you made a point about the prior baseball plan that I thought was brilliant. And the fact that it's no longer the case, I think, is a cause for optimism. So first of all, tell us what the plan was and why you thought it was so smart. Yeah, two weeks ago, the proposed uh, realignment was such that all the Western teams would stay West in one division, if you will. The Central teams in the country would stay in the Central, only play against each other. The East would play against the East. Scrap the AL, scrap the NL. And I felt that the for, for reason the se- that they- for the For the season. For the season. And the reason for this, I felt, was that just in case there were some players that tested positive, say in the Central... It would be in the West and the East could continue business as usual, and then they would deal with what to do with the Central. But that realignment now. Well, hold, hold, it, on a se- hold on a second. Boy, hmm. you said that poorly. It, so the point was when you said they would deal with that, what you're saying is as long as the divisions, in this case the three in theory in the prior plan, played the same number of games, let's say you had to shut down for you know uh, a positive or positive cases and they miss 10 games or 15 games or whatever well they'd still play the same amount of games so by not having 
the divisions play each other, you made it where a division, you know, one division maybe would have had no cases positive, so they would have kept rolling and played all their games. One division might have had two stoppages to play, one with one, but still there would have been division winners and a wild card team or whatever, right? So it was they they could handle stoppage in play and it wouldn't metaphorically infect the rest of the league. Yes. Correct. Now, the fact that they're not the new plan doesn't call for that strikes me, Jonas, as, hey, we understand now. It's our current belief if there are positive tests, we're not going to be shutting things down. That this right. is, you know, someone's, someone's got to, again, I don't want to keep saying a bad version of the flu because that does disrespect, or potentially, it's not my intention, to disrespect, you know, the people who obviously have been hurt and, and, and you know, mortality over this disease. But for these players, you know, odds are, are real small. It looks like they're going to deal with it. And otherwise, why wouldn't they keep that brilliant plan of the division switches uh, or the divisions being only playing amongst themselves? So to me, it's a sign of baseball telling us, though they're not saying it, that they would plan to play through an outbreak, or not an outbreak, but some cases. Does that sound right to you, Jonas? Yeah, no, that sounds right. And I think the big fear for all of this is not knowing you have it and giving it to somebody else who will show symptoms even when you're not asymptomatic. I think that's why this probably spread like it did, not just overseas, but in the country, because people were walking around with it, had no idea they had it, and instead gave it to somebody else who did show symptoms. If Major League Baseball can identify ahead of time somebody who's got it and isolate them away from everybody else so that nobody else gets infected and you can stop the spread and identify it early there, I, I think this is a big deal for Major League Baseball. Yeah, and I, I am uh, enthused by, listen, baseball has a reputation of being slow to change and behind the times. And the one thing I don't like, and Fez, you can tell me your thoughts on this, if you're going to already have so much disruption, so much change from convention, why change the number of playoff teams? It makes it feel janky, right? I mean, you add playoff teams in general, it feels janky. And now you're going to do it in a, a limited season with about half the games in theory. And then you're going to have half the games, but more playoff teams. I think yep. I don't like it. Yeah, it doesn't seem necessary, does it, that to, to go to 14 teams? And remember, baseball has always prided itself on, hey, we have the fewest playoff teams, and that thus our season is more important in many ways than a lot of the other major leagues. It better be with 162 games, typically. <laughs> Wowza. All right, Jonas, we got the NBA not so positive. Yeah, the NBA and Adam Silver, who had a call uh, over the weekend in talking with the NBA Players Association, uh saying that, look, it's going to be a big impact financially. They are going to be set back. One of the numbers that was out there was that 40% of the NBA's revenue comes from live events, fans being in attendance. And so to come to terms with the fact that not only could we see if there is an NBA season, one without fans this year and into the postseason, but also one without fans maybe next year when that season starts. Well, this is something that I think really uncovers the hypocrisy, the double talk around player safety. Because to me, if the answer is, or the rationale is, well, you know, without the fans, we're not going to make all that much money. 
So maybe we shouldn't risk their lives. Well, wait a minute. If you think you're risking their lives, then how much money would make that make sense? And we get it. There is a price on lives. As much as that's distasteful for anyone, I think, to think about on a personal human level, it's just the way it has to be when it comes to things. I mean, you think about it, it's horrifying the idea of, and, and obviously in Flint, Michigan, this was horrendous, but they have a line of, okay, this much pollution, EPA is going to allow, and we know it's going to cause this many cases of cancer. They have a spreadsheet, but that's acceptable. Now, they could, they could cut that in half, and there'd be a lot less death from cancer, but you know what? It would cost too much is what their assessment is. Now, anyone listening would say, well, what's the price of a human life? Well, it's defined all the time, and it's defined every time there's a war. You know, In that case, what you're fighting for isn't necessarily cash. You're fighting for what? You know, In Vietnam, you can say, in Iraq, there's a lot of debates about that. But there's lives being risked. We know that. So you know, that's one of the reasons, to me... As much as things evolve where the skill sets, and again, this is not about any given president, it's not about Trump, but you know, ultimately, it's those decisions. It's, it's, it's war or peace, it's how much pollution gets to go in the water, that, that when you do vote for president, you are voting a, a serious matter. And I think that it's been a hard discussion for people to really talk about, hey, there very well could be additional deaths because baseball is going to play, and and the equation is fine. You know, it's 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 an equation that people can deal with, and it's like literally there's people that go without certain heart surgeries and certain you know like advanced medical procedures that they are like sentenced to a death sentence because they can't get that procedure and it's just cause of money. The insurance won't cover it. It's not, you know, let's say it's not supposed to, obviously the insurance company sometimes will be unfair in the way that they uh, judge what they're supposed to cover. But let's just say it's not supposed to be covered and it's a $300,000 procedure. That dude is going to die. So as much as it's not fun to think about, I think it's unequivocal that this society and any society does put a price on human life. And I think to make decisions now as if that wasn't the case would just be, you know, adolescent, to be honest. Um, Fez, you're an actuary. What do you think? I agree with you. And I got to tell you, RJ, I keep hearing about you can't have situations where all these teams are being tested in full until the public can all be tested. And I whoa, disagree whoa, whoa, whoa. with this. Why is that? Well, I, how, much, comes to, how many taxes are they paying? Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, I think the bottom well, line is I thought the economic. You just said, well, I thought you just said you can't have the teams tested if the public's not being tested. That's what the narrative has been. Oh, I disagree okay. with that narrative. I think this sports so, are so essential. What you're, wait, what you're saying is the rich people like you should get special treatment. <laughs> the rich so, athletes somehow, somehow I thought... I thought that would be your position. That's why I was so shocked. I thought you were saying the other thing. No, we got to get all these athletes tested and they have to be a priority. Now, be honest. I'm going to lower my voice here. Be honest. 
All right? You promise? I promise. How much would you be so positive about playing if you weren't thinking about the fact you got to start batting or or, <laughs> or you're going to have either a mental breakdown or uh, your pocketbook's really going to hurt? It would not be the point of emphasis that it is now. <laughs> <laughs> so, to me, the NBA, Jonas, it, it feels like that they were at the, the forefront of wanting to play. Yeah. And now it feels like they're lack. Like if you say, um, let's forget college for a second and let's go NBA, Major League Baseball, NFL, the three main pro sports. I would have said a month ago it was NBA and NFL battling for first, baseball third. Yeah. And now NBA is clearly third. Wouldn't you say with their um, – it seems appetite to move forward. Why do you think that is? Uh, I just I, the impression, and this this is maybe me just reading it wrong, but I get the feeling that owners are more motivated to want to continue the season and play than the players are. I wonder how many players actually want to come back and play. And if you're a player, well, only on, the playoff ones have. I mean, you could imagine being in the playoffs and not wanting to play. Yeah, I, I just I, I wonder how many players legitimately want to come back and play, or how many of them are already in off-season mode. I wonder, and and I this is conjecture, but it feels like the NFL has so shined when it comes to their passion, their their planning, and it feels like that the NBA with being more woke, being more progressive on a political spectrum that they usually are benefiting from that, that amongst the social media, the Twitter verse, you know, progressiveness is usually embraced. And the NFL is, yeah, they, they get more shots taken at them. Yeah. And it seems to me the NBA at best is going to look like they're a follower. It's like I, I, NFL has been steaming ahead and we're going to come in right behind them and draft. And I don't think they like that. So the only position they can take, they can either be a follower and play, or they can be a leader and not play. And it strikes me that some of this is not wanting to be a follower. Because yeah. what else has changed? And, and that's, I, I look at the NBA, and it feels like they're still staring at the problem, while the NFL, UFC, Major League Baseball are staring at the solution. Well, and- listen. I, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, and, and I just think I think they're so bogged down by what the issue is, as opposed to well, how can we make the most of it? It, and feels, it feels political. It, it's it's odd. I, I mean, it feels like because there's obviously sides being taken left, right when it comes to opening up. Yeah, and the idea, and I I got to be honest with you, I haven't talked to him since I saw this, but uh, right here in FSR uh, FSR, Colin Cowherd had an interview with Dave Wanstat. Did you happen to see that? Uh, yeah, I saw bits and pieces of it. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It was so funny because Wanstat was going, yep, we're down here in Florida. The beaches are open. He goes, <laughs> he goes I've been golfing 36 a day. And Colin's face was like going like, what, huh? And it was like, it was like two different universes, right? This like burly guy. And 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 once that a football coach, football player is like talking about. It sounds like he's on some kind of like uh, dream getaway. Where he's canoeing. <laughs> he, you know, he's like sharing sushi with people. And 
and and in California, obviously, you know, the lockdown is taken super, super seriously. And obviously in other states, not so much. I've taken it seriously. But in a way, when I see, I, I do, I can't lie. I look at these guys that are like, I don't care. And, and it's like, that seems to me to be old school tough. And I get the whole, well, if he gets sick, he could get somebody else sick. And, you know, if he's willing to take that risk, that's on him. But since he'd spread it, it's unfair to society. And you can say that about so much. You can say that about if you have a paper newspaper and you're hurting Mother Earth. Or So I'm not saying it's an invalid point, but let me ask you, because you're kind of a macho dude, <laughs> is do you, uh, if you had, if it was like not a law, but it was like recommended that you didn't go to the gym, would you have been at the gym by now? Yeah, I think so by this point. Yeah. <laughs> now, do you feel macho because of that? Uh, no, I just think because we're, we haven't really gotten a clear answer on any of this throughout the entire time because well, I, uh, anybody that comes through and says, well, you should be wearing masks, there's somebody else on the other side and says, no, nah, you shouldn't be wearing masks. So if, if you can't get a clear answer on even whether or not you should wear a mask when you go into a supermarket, then who can you trust? And Dana White, after the UFC event the other night, was had nothing but praise about the Florida State Athletic Commission and even afterwards said anybody in sports looking to put on an event in any sport just come to Florida like Florida's reign supreme in all of this and the funny thing is politically from the left from the progressive side it's been Florida's been emblematic of the problem a governor that was too slow to react and so you know to to me the thing about science is, and it's funny, I was listening, you know, Joe Rogan actually did not social distance, apparently. You saw that with the yeah. interviews after? Yes. Yeah, he was in the cage. And, you know, again, it's he was, Elon Musk was on the show, as we talked about, and, and they were right next to, you know, they were standing next to each other. And then you turn on some news stations, not naming any names, and they are doing their reports with masks on. And it's like, wait a minute, you can't get six feet away for just the, for that hit and then put the mask right back on. And it's like that, that there's no, and then President Trump won't wear a mask no matter what. So it's so interesting. It seems like now life and death for like tens of thousands, hundred, you know, it, it's no longer important enough for us to stop the political bickering. So it looks like nothing will cause it to stop. I can't lie, though, is it feels like, well, li listen, Elon Musk is suing California, saying, you know, he believes that this all has been overdone. And again, that doesn't change, I think, that no one that I respect has said that if you're 65, 70, especially if you're, you know, again, what's that exact age? If you're 62 and you're super healthy, huh? you know, Mark Cuban's like 60, early 60s. I'm not worried about him as much, right? You never know. But some people, you know, aren't feeling great even at that age. But in general, I think if you're older, in no way am I saying, you know, I just talked to my mom yesterday on Mother's Day, obviously. And, you know, I told her now's the danger zone. In a way, I do believe that there will be more people that get it now because they've been locked down for so long. They're going to start taking more risks and, if you're in my mom's in her early 70s, it's like, you know, this is not the time to take the risks. So I, I believe that getting it, it hasn't spread because of the lockdown. The question is, 
if people were healthy and they had gotten it, would it have been a so terrible a thing? And maybe with the whole whole herd immunity, it could have helped. But again, when you got so many lives at stake, it's such a tough decision. I do think to close that sports moving in the direction it is to me is encouraging and I trust that they're doing the right thing and I'm happy that it's encouraging. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Cavino and Rich here and whether you're headed to a campus to see some college baseball, meet up with old friends, or show off the alma mater to your kids, spring is prime time in college towns. And if you're planning a trip, two words for you, graduate hotels. There's no better place to stay. You know we're fans. We were at the Nashville location, and it was sweet. Definitely recommend it. So listen, when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. And hey, if you're already looking ahead to college football season, you could book rooms at Graduate Hotel this fall as well. But we'll warn you, reservations for those big weekends fill up fast, so go there sooner than later. Head to graduatehotels.com. And again, up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It's Cavino and Rich, and you've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuters' comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of General Tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their General Tires test results tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm R.J. Bell. We are straight out of Vegas. And I'm Jonas Knox, voice of you, the fan. R.J., it is the gift that keeps on giving the Dak Prescott conversation and whether or not he will get his long-term deal in Dallas. Okay, this is Jonas and I head-to-head here. He might be right, but the odds are on my side here. I believe, and he's skeptical, I believe the odds of Dak staying with the Cowboys after this season are a lot less than people think. I think most people would say 95% or more because how often does a top 10 quarterback, and Dak is a top 10 quarterback, how often does that type of quarterback leave the team that drafted him? Not very. Kirk Cousins and uh, Drew Brees, but he was hurt. You know, there you go. I don't know. Not many. Here's why I believe it. Last year, Entering Dak's fourth year, remember, he wasn't a first-round pick, so he didn't have a fifth-year option. Entering his fourth year, he was getting paid for the fourth year in a row, a pittance relative to being the Cowboys quarterback. That's why there's usually a signing, because they can get paid a year early. Apparently, he was offered $33 million a year. Now, that's reported. How many years it was, whatever, whatever, I don't know. But Lordy B, for him to go that year where if he would have got injured... Could have been a you know lifetime type you know career threatening injury could have been a life changer financially. He took that risk. He lived without that money a whole year. So now this year thirty some million on the tag. The next year it'd be like over forty million if they double tag him. I don't think they'll double tag him. And to me, why would Dak stay? That's the question. Why would he stay? Because. Unless he loves the Cowboys, and apparently he doesn't love them enough to have Jerry Jones be able to make him an offer he'll accept, because Jerry Jones never has trouble paying. Never, it seems. And that's part of the reason I think Dak might want to leave, is when you overpay everyone, how good can you be moving forward? Because the very premise of the NFL is hard cap. you got to spend your money wisely. If you get good deals, you make money. Or, in this case, you win games. So here's the weekend's events. Stephen Jones said the following. Paying quarterbacks too much decreases your chance to win. There's all sorts of analytics out there that show if your QB takes up too big a percentage of the salary cap, it decreases your chance to win. Now, here's the sentence. Last one. We're just trying to figure out the right fit. Jonas. When it comes to money, does that if, if I was negotiating on buying a house, would I say, yep, I'm offering 300 they want 350 we're trying to find the right fit? That sounds like a personality fit, doesn't it? It doesn't sound like a financial number, does it? I mean, I took it as more of a financial thing, that, that making the numbers fit, not much I know, because you want to believe that because of your stubborn that's, position. No, that's that's really what I believe. I believe that it was more of a financial thing. I think they, Fe- I think they love Dak. Fez, have you, have you ever heard someone use the word fit when it came to a negotiation in a dollar figure? <laughs> Never. I know, Jonas, I tell you, I give Jonas credit. When he takes a position, he locks in. He hunkers down. <laughs> I, I mean, you would think your personality would be the type where you change your opinion with new information. Like, here comes 4th Street and hold them. Oh, look, my aces aren't good anymore because there's a flush out there. I, I, I do. I just, I'll say this. The longer this goes on, 
the more the odds are that that he will not be a cowboy after next season. Really, you're saying the more the odds are RJ's right again? Yes, correct. (laughs) It is the odd (laughs) couple next year on many of these Fox Sports Radio affiliates. We are straight out of Vegas. Back tomorrow, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 o'clock Pacific, right here on Fox Sports Radio. And as always, the iHeartRadio app. Straight out of Vegas! Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Any college baseball fans out there? If you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you. Graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns. And get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.